Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Make and Dane Traces of Soy, the podcast all about surviving and thriving on a plant-based, zero-waste lifestyle. If you're new around here, welcome to the podcast. So psyched to have you listening today. I am your host, Rochelle, and if you're a regular listener, then welcome back, soy beings. If you are new around here, we do release episodes every single week on Saturdays, Australian Eastern Standard Time. It's usually there by Saturday morning. So if you're enjoying and you want to support the podcast, you can do that by rating and reviewing the podcast on Apple or iTunes. This really helps to push the podcast up there so that more people see it and hopefully spread that non-judgmental vegan message. You can also support the podcast by taking a little screenshot of you listening to the podcast and then sharing it to your socials. You can tag us on Instagram. We are May Contain Traces Soy and we will share it to ours. Follow us over on Instagram and Facebook, where May Contain Traces of Soy on both those accounts, and join up with the Facebook group that's Plant-Based and Zero Waste Australia. If you're new around here, you won't know this, but we do do shout-outs on this show. So if you have a question, a topic, or a guest recommendation, just hit us up on Instagram or Facebook, and we will answer your question, try and get your guest on, or do your topic on the next show and provide you with a little shout-out. I'm joined again this week. By my occasional co-host and lovely partner, Daniel Johnson. Welcome to the podcast, Daniel. Thank you very much. And you, you say again, I feel like it's been a little while since I've been invited back. I don't know what I did last time, but, uh, you know, thanks for belatedly having me back nonetheless. Well, it is good to have you here to bring a little bit of levity to my brevity. It is always nice to have you on. So thank you for being here this week because it is October. And that means that it's almost Halloween, and I love Halloween. So this week we're going to talk about Halloween candies and lollies. In Australia, we call them lollies. So we're going to talk about some of the accidentally uh, vegan candies and lollies that you can get, some of the stuff that goes into lollies that make them not vegan, so that you know what to avoid. And are we going to talk about the the are we going to talk about the squashed bits of beetle and stuff? Is that what's happening here? Yeah, we are going to bring up the squash bits of beetle. Crushed beetles definitely uh, goes into some candies. It's an issue. So, yes, that's going to come up along with some other uncomfortable things. So, yes, we're going to be getting into all of that. But before we do, I love Halloween. I know that Halloween is not something that's been celebrated in Australia for the longest time, but I just think it's fun. And for all the naysayers out there who don't like Halloween, just 
you know, let people enjoy things like calm down. It has no effect on you. Just chill out. Don't celebrate it if you don't like it. And if you do, then you'll like most of us and Halloween is awesome and you look forward to it because it is so much fun. But before we do get into talking about those vegan candies that you can have and lollies, we wanted to just point out a couple of things and take this opportunity to discuss cultural appropriation because it's such a serious issue. So in Halloween culture, it is a real issue that there is so much cultural appropriation. There are very inappropriate costumes that people wear every single year. And because I have the platform of the podcast, I'm going to bring it up. And I think that we should all be aware because your veganism should be intersectional like your feminism. So here is a list of some of the cultural kind of visual markers that come from a culture that isn't your own that you should be avoiding. Don't wear a Mexican poncho. Okay. Don't do the sugar skull day of the dead makeup that no Peruvian ponchos either then. No, just no ponchos at all. Well, no, no ponchos, not from a culture that is your own. Okay. All right. Well, what if it's raining? You're really not helping this situation. (laughs) So yes, it's really important that you don't engage in any cultural appropriation with your costumes. This includes stuff like dressing up as a gypsy. Gypsy is a a derogatory term about the Romani people in uh, Eastern Europe. And it's really important that you don't do that. The, The actual, in fact, that term, I've been gypped, that is a racist term. It refers to the Romani people. And you shouldn't be using that term either. These are just things that we should be thinking about, things that we should be aware of. Because it is a real issue, and I think the cultural appropriation, it is very, very harmful. Some of the other stuff you don't want to dress up as, if you want to be sensitive to that, is a Rastafarian. Anything with blackface or anything with dreadlocks, you shouldn't be wearing it. If this is not your culture, it's not your place, and they often do these things in a way that's humorous, that plays up that culture, and it's not appropriate. Speaking of white people with dreadlocks, it just automatically takes me to Byron Bay. And I do recall only a short couple of years ago, some probably the most high-profile residents I can think of that live in Byron appropriating Native American culture. So let's not do that either, regardless of wherever we're from, with the exception of having, you know, some Native American lineage or, you know, doing it to embrace your own culture. But yeah, I... I think people can probably marvel at who I could be talking about here. And, you know, it, it, it was a little bit a little bit off. And it always is. Remember, you know, if this isn't your culture, it's not a costume. It's, it's not. It's someone's culture. And that's what makes this wrong when people do this. And it is often played up for this humorous element. And it trivializes the experiences of those culture. So, you know, things like dressing up as a Native American or Pocahontas or anything like that, do not do that shit. Um, Don't dress up as a geisha or an Egyptian queen or Cleopatra. The Egyptian culture is one that has been very whitewashed in history, so it's very offensive for a white person to dress up as an Egyptian. That, That is a people who historically were black and their blackness has been denied throughout history. Are you saying Cleopatra did not look like... Elizabeth Taylor. I am challenging that, yes, Cleopatra did not look like Elizabeth Taylor. (laughs) Some other things that you shouldn't dress up as, and this is horrifying, but I found this in my research. Over in America, they have a Holocaust victim costume. What? Yeah. Really? Yep. It is an Anne Frank costume, and it's also called Holocaust victim costume. 
Um, it's really revolting. You shouldn't be dressing up as that. None of these things are costumes. These things are events that happened in history. These things are people's cultures. The, don't dress up as a homeless person or a hobo. That's a popular costume that people used to wear all the time. Don't do that. You shouldn't be making light of someone's situation. Uh, don't dress up as a mentally ill inmate or person. Mental illness has so much stigma. By engaging in that stigma and representing that as something kooky, scary, you know, spooky for Halloween, it really does just perpetuate this stigma around mental illness. Do not do that shit. Don't dress up as a Nazi. I can't believe we have to keep saying this, but don't dress up as a fucking Nazi. Talking to you, Prince Harry, though, I think he may have, you know, since seen the error of your ways. But, you know, if you are listening, Prince Harry, no more Nazism at Halloween, please. Yeah, ideally, Prince Harry, you would think by now that Megan would stop you. But anyway, uh, and don't dress up as anything transphobic. There was actually a costume that I saw when I was doing my research for this that was called Tranny Granny. Do not do that. These are serious issues in our society. This is not a costume. These are people's lives. It is their culture. It is their identity. And you have no place appropriating it. So do not do any of that. Now that I'm done shouting at you about what is cultural appropriation in Halloween, now that we're all on the same page on that. What are you going to shout about now? Now I'm going to shout about (laughs) different vegan, non-vegan ingredients in candies. Okay, that's where we're headed to now. So there are a few common ingredients that aren't vegan that you'll find in a lot of different candies. Gelatin is the most obvious one. Gelatin is in a lot of gummies. It comes from the skin, bones, and connective tissue of cows and pigs. You do not want to eat it. It is gross. If you see gelatin, do not get that candy. Uh, another one is confectioner's glaze. This is also some called, sometimes called uh, resinous glaze, natural glaze, and pure food glaze. And it's from the hardened resinous material secreted by lacked insects. And it's mostly on glossy candies. So if you see confectioner's glaze or anything like that, that's probably not vegan and you shouldn't get it. The next one is cochineal or, cochineal, it is. Cochineal yeah. or carmine. Now, we've talked about that one definitely before on the podcast, but it is the crushed up bugs that make the red color. So don't get any crushed up bug candies. And milk, casein, whey powder. Obviously, you don't want any of that. We all know where that comes from. And beeswax and honey. Those are often in candies too. So you see any of those ingredients, definitely don't get those candies. I'm going to be dropping some links in the show notes, both to accidentally vegan candies and to a list of non-vegan ingredients that are in candies. So you can go and check those out if you didn't get a chance to write all of that down. And now we're going to go to my list of vegan lollies and candies. Now, I wanted to do this because there are more kids trick-or-treating. There are more people holding Halloween celebrations and lollies are really wrapped up in that. So if you have kids that are going to go trick-or-treating, if you want to have, you know, lollies around the house to give out to trick-or-treaters, but you're vegan, these are your options for that. And these are your options if you're holding a Halloween party and you want to have some vegan candy around. Yeah. So the first one on the list, which we've definitely spoken about before, is Skittles. We've definitely spoken about Skittles. I think I've almost run out of beer and Skittles puns at this point. But despite their, as I have previously mentioned in my previous guest spots on this podcast, despite there being some very good vegan beers... And them going quite, you know, well with Skittles sometimes, especially some of the sweeter pale owls. Probably, I've been told, don't make the pun, which I've already kind of done, 
Because kids should not apparently be drinking beer at Halloween. Yeah, um, we don't encourage underage drinking on this show. We don't do that. Uh, so the next one I got for you, and this one really surprised me, was black and gold milk bottles. They're vegan. There is no milk in your black and gold milk bottles, which is weird. I think that's less weird than the fact, because let, let's be honest, it's like a bunch of whipped up, you know, sugar toffee stuff. But I think it's really weird that there's no, you know, hooves or gelatin or, or any of those other binding agents, to be honest, because, I mean, they're in so many candies, those things that, that the gelatins and that they're in things that you wouldn't think they're in. So the fact that, yes, there's something called a milk bottle that A, has no dairy and B, has no binding agents that are derived from animals. I kind of found that one surprising, to be honest. It is surprising because it's a very gummy kind of candy, a milk bottle. Like, you know, that's a gummy sort of candy, really. It's got oh, a no, little... More, more juby, I think, but I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, it's more dubious. Juby. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next one that we've got for you is dark chocolate 70% lint. That's definitely vegan. I use that in cooking all the time to make vegan chocolate chips. And I melt it down to put on stuff, and I'll melt it down to put into chocolate cakes. It's delicious. It's, you know, totally vegan and definitely one of the better ones. So that one as well. Um, 101 Rainbow Sherbet Straws. So I was surprised by that, but then Daniel pointed something out to me. Yeah, look, I'm not surprised by this because a lot of the sherbets, if they do have animal products in them, I don't know why, because with the exception perhaps of some red sherbets that they've got those crushed bug wings in or whatever. But because I remember because I had a sweet tooth as a child and I discovered probably in late primary or early high school that what we would traditionally call sherbet in Australia, like whiz fizz, a lot of those things, and probably goes for this this rainbow uh, sherbet stuff as well. It's basically just citric acid mixed with icing sugar for the most part. Yeah, I remember that from science as well. In uh, early high school, maybe, or late primary school, we definitely went over that, and I was so surprised and excited when I found that out. Well, gee, you must have gone to a better school than me because I think I learned it in home ec. <laughs> <laughs> well, did I go to a better school, or were they so poor that they were like, you know what, home ec is now science. What are we doing this week? The science of cooking and making sherbet. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, look, I don't know what to say there. At least at least you weren't cooking something that looked like sherbet at that school, I suppose. Oh, wow. Took it to a dark place there. <laughs> Getting back on track. So the next one I have was Chupa Chups. Now, not all Chupa Chups are vegan, but the cola flavor and the orange flavor are both vegan. So you can definitely give out those. And it's good to have the single kind of packaged lollies, not for zero waste, but for... Halloween trick-or-treaters. <laughs> no, but for Halloween trick-or-treaters, like, I, I could see why people gravitate towards those because you really should only be giving package stuff out to kids. Anyway, um, the next one is Cole's Licorice Twists in Original and Strawberry and their Soft Eating Licorice in Original are vegan. So you can get any of those. You're really not a big licorice fan at all, though. Oh, look, I'm not, but I like strawberry licorice. I don't like black licorice because it has that aniseed flavor. I actually haven't had licorice for a while, and I'm thinking I might put some in the cupboard because it might be a sweet that is safe for me. 
A safe sweet. A safe Unlike sweet. the Sour Patch Kids that I keep buying. Sour Patch Kids are also vegan. But yes, I definitely get into those. The other thing we've gotten into as well is that natural confectionery vegan gummy lollies. They're new and they are like labeled vegan. But I was psyched because we haven't had any gummy lollies since we've gone vegan. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, look, they're pretty good, hey? Like, they're... I don't know, some of those lollies, they're not... They stick to the tooth a little more than perhaps their non-vegan brethren, from what I recall. Yeah, that's the thing, hey? And it's the thing with a lot of vegan alternatives is that kind of getting stuck to the roof of your mouth, getting stuck to your teeth. There must be something in the alternative binding agents used for a lot of these things that isn't as lubricated? Would that be the right word? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> well, it's kind of like it binds the lolly together, but doesn't bind it to your tooth. And I don't know what the difference is, but I remember us getting some vegan um, cola bottles, and they were just awful. They were like, they just, yeah, look, if you see those, I would say, I can't really say steer clear from all of them, because maybe there's like a, a kick-ass brand of cola gummies out there now, but... We got ones that were specifically mentioned as vegan and the enjoyment to shit on your teeth ratio was really not in a good favor. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I kind of agree, though. I really did find those to be not not so great. It's, yeah. I don't know what brand they were, so we're not even bringing the knowledge to you on that one. It's just um, be fearful of cola bears if you see them. They're not bears, bottles. Uh, they were cold. Oh, they were cola bottles. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think they came bottles. in my cruelty-free mystery box, which I've got to stop yeah. getting. <laughs> I don't know they're pretty. You know, we're, we're, we're not cruel to animals. Uh, you know, cruel to you. I, I felt that that was cruel to the consumer more than the animal. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, hey, at least we have the choice to be cruel to ourselves. You got to be cruel to be kind. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, my next one is Dollar Sweets Poppin' Toppin'. I don't even know what that What's is. That? Dollar Sweets Poppin' Toppin'. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it was on a list. I'm just sharing. I'm just sharing a vegan list. I did, not, I did not say that it was all candies that I eat or have tried. Say, say it again. Dollar Sweets Poppin' Toppin'. Do you think that's a topping? Like, it's it, like... It might be a topping now that I'm like, looking at it. It's like an ice cream <laughs> topping, baby. No, but I, I kind of it, it rolls off the tongue. It's it's I I I'm gonna track it down now. I'm googling say it, this. Say it, say it for the people. Dollar sweets poppin' toppin'. 
Uh, they they, they have G's on both the popping and the topping. So I'm thinking, I don't, I'm, I'm really not sure. I'm I'm really going to be looking this. I, I had no forewarning of this popping topping. And now I'm going to be uh, popping into the Google to find out what this is all about. And maybe it will top your previous experiences of topping. No stopping the popping topping. Okay, we're done now. We're done. Um, thank you for anyone who persevered through that. I appreciate it, guys. Keep listening. I promise it gets better. So, yeah, uh, the next one I've got is a weird one. It's from Ikea, apparently, and it's called Goddess Fruket Organica Gummies, and it's vegan. No idea what it is. Never eaten it, but it was on a list of Australian vegan sweets and um, lollies. Not Garnier Fruit. It's not a shampoo, is it? It's It's... No, it's... <laughs> it sounds like Garnier Fructus. It's not? It's Goddess Fruit Cut. Fruit, fruit Cut? Organica. I don't know, guys. If anyone goes to Ikea and has tried this one, like, hit us up. Let us know on Instagram. Yeah, Is but it I mean, good? I don't know. And also, can you let us know? I mean, I'm all here for it if a big place like Ikea is serving vegan-friendly sweets, but does one have to assemble them themselves? I, I'm really interested to know because, you know... I'm not making my own sweets. If I'm going to do that, I'm not going to the shop to buy them. I'll just make them at home. Yeah. Uh, let us know if that is a flat pack sweet or if it comes readily assembled. We would love to know. So, listeners, if anyone has tried those, hit us up. Let us know what the go is. Uh, next one is home brand sour straps. There's a lot of sour candies that are vegan. I'm not sure why that is because they're often gummy as well, but they don't seem to ever have gelatin. It's really not helping to, you know, buck that bad reputation vegans have as being bitter and twisted. Having something called a sour strap, it's something you twist and it's by nature very bitter. I, I, I really don't think, I think we need some more sweet sweets. You hearing me, lolly companies? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and also was shocked to find that Hubba Bubba Bubblegum is vegan. I'm psyched about that. I used to love Hubba Bubba as a kid. Yeah, it was pretty good stuff. It's the best. Lifesavers peppermint flavor is also vegan. Pez candies and Pez was another one. I think Hubba Bubba, Pez, Bubble Bill, which is not vegan, but it, these were ones that I remember from my childhood. There's something about gimmicky candies and lollies and sweets that you just love when you're a kid. Anything with a gimmick, you're like, yes. Oh, I loved Hubba Bubba. It was like this... Obviously, it's it's not a vegan treat, but... Hubba Bubba is. Oh, Hubba Bubba is, sorry. Bubble Bill. Bill's yeah. not. I mean, Bubble Bill I loved because there was always this... In my family, there was a... Especially as a child, you weren't allowed... We weren't allowed gum. No. But Bubble Bill was like a loophole. Like, every time you could just pretend like, oh, I mean, I just bought it for the ice cream. I was, how, was, how was I to be to blamed for there being a, a gum on the nose? And um, Oh, my God, same. I was not allowed gum as a kid, and I deliberately got the Buffalo Bills because I wanted to have gum, and it was like a loophole. It was a loophole. Yeah, and I mean, I, my parents weren't stupid, so speaking of on the nose, I, I really think they thought my defense and my, um, you know, my false... I don't think they really bought my explanation that, that I didn't really know that it was gum. It, it, it's, it was kind of like, you know, when, when people used to say that they bought certain uh, allegedly highbrow pornographic magazines for the articles. It was my parents did not believe I was buying the bubble bill for the bubble for, for, for the ice cream. They, they knew what I was doing. 
<laughs> yeah, but it's just, it's one of those things from childhood, you know? It's like the gimmick, yeah, the gimmick sweets and anything that gave you the chance to have a forbidden thing. Because Bubble Bill, like, bubblegum, that was forbidden in our house. And geez, that was like, that was worse than the bubblegum that you would get in your old trading cards. It was like, it was not, so crappy. Not, not only was it really hard, it had been in the freezer, so it was like doubly hard. And if you were like a... You could have cracked a tooth on those. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure kids did because it was like, it was, it was literally like a low grade bubblegum that was also frozen. It was like, and if you were a bubblegum fiend that wasn't allowed bubblegum very often, you'd sometimes have, you'd have a bite of the ice cream and you'd kind of go straight for that, that bubbly nose. I don't know why we're talking so much here about a non-vegan treat, but... We've gotten hey, very off topic, but Oi, streets, bill. give us a vegan bubble bill. Yeah, Please. streets team up with Hubba Bubba and with people who are managing to do the amazing vegan magnums. Make us a vegan bubble bill and you can be our sponsor. You can be the sponsor on the show if you do that. Like, that would be cool. We'll only cut you in for a small, you know. I mean, it's it's been our idea. So, you know, come talk to us. Yeah, I'm down for it. Let's do that. Um, so my next one on my list is... Uh, the Wonka long-lasting gobstoppers are also vegan. The Extreme Sour Straps, the Zappo Sour Straws, Sherbet Coles Lemon is vegan. So the Coles brand of Sherbet that's lemon is vegan. Mentos, which I was a little bit shocked at. Oh, the Fresh Maker. Ah, nice play, Mentos. <laughs> yeah, so the Fresh Maker. They are vegan. Um, their mint, fruit, spearmint, lemon lime, and lemonade flavors are all vegan. Eco Vital Fruit Gummy Bears, Fruit Hearts, Fruit Sours, Sour Snakes, f- Jelly Fruits, and Wine Gums are all vegan. And finally, my last one for you here is Whiz Fizz Sherbet, which we talked about a little bit earlier. Sherbet yeah, is mostly my vegan. Remarks. That's that's just the pure stuff. That's just literally just icing sugar, citric acid mixed together. I don't know what the ratio is, but that's all Whiz Fizz is. It's it was just pure sugar. I can't believe they were selling it. They, I guess they're still selling that stuff to kids. But I'm looking back going, I could buy a bag of Whiz Fizz for 20 cents when I was a kid. And it was just literally pure sugar with some acidic shit that's also going to be a little bit, make the sugar a bit worse for your teeth. Mm. Gee, wow. But I mean, they are a good one for the Halloween episode and for trick-or-treating because you can get the Whiz Fizz in the little packets. So they're individually packaged for the trick-or-treaters so that is like the good side of those and the yeah. other ones like the little kind of you know chopper chops but you can only get the color and the orange flavor there are definitely some in there that you can include and then beyond that i think you'll just be handing out giant packets of vegan lollies so sorry guys <laughs> i feel for some reason a second ago you were just talking like christopher walken for some reason you were like I, I can't do it because whenever I try and do a Christopher Walken, I sound like Snagglepuss the Pink Lion, but... I would love for you to treat the listeners to a little sample of your Christopher Walken that is Snagglepuss. You know they're going to want to hear it now that you've said that. Please. <sighs> I, no, I, I can't. Come on, that. Daniel. No, I'm not doing <laughs> Guys, he won't do it, but you know what we're going to do? We're going to put a poll on the Facebook group, <laughs> Plant-Based and Zero Waste Australia, and I'm going to need you all to go in there and vote on that poll. I'm going to do one on the Make Tantrace of Soy Instagram as well. Please vote on the poll. If you vote, I'm going to get him to do his Snagglepuss slash Christopher <laughs> Walken impersonation. So, yeah, we just need a few votes, guys. Come on, let's get it happening. 
Heavens to Murgatroyd. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Okay, you guys don't have to vote now. Oh, yeah, no, I guess worse than that. I, I usually stayed out quite confidently, and for the first three or four seconds, I'm doing a, an average to passable walk in, and then it just descends into Snagglepuss. I can't explain why. I just, I just, you know, I can't do Let's a decent walk in. Let's see your passable walk in. No, I'm going to pass on my passable walk in for now because, look. I guess engaged with Rochelle on on the podcast uh, socials because yeah I'm not I'm just not really up for it now I'm more up for a, another I'll go on I'll go and practice with you over a glass of wine after this okay so it sounds as though we're wrapping up this week's episode to go and practice our Christopher Walken impersonations uh, mine is mostly based on Dave Grohl's impersonation of Christopher Walken you've nailed that <laughs> yeah. one. Though. I've nailed Dave Grohl right, impersonating Walken. You do it. All right. What does he say again? Oh, oh yeah. So apparently they were on the Saturday Night Live uh, show together and he asked him before they were going to bring on the Foo Fighters, is the emphasis on the Foo or on the fighters? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. That's a terrible impersonation. I'm not good at it. I just think I am. All right. That is it for this week's episode. I hope that there was some helpful stuff in here about different vegan candies. And I hope you guys are looking forward to Halloween. I know I am. I love Halloween. Hit me up on social media. Tell me your favorite vegan candies. And remember, if you would like to get a shout out on the show, just hit me up over on Instagram or on Facebook. Ask me any questions you might have. Suggest a topic and I'll do a shout out for you on the next show. Thank you for being here this week, guys. And we will catch you in a week. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.